What is up everyone? This is Sarah G and it is Gen Z Gap. Let's get into it. I should probably be sleeping right now. It is 11.45 at night on Monday of Labor Day. Why am I doing this so late? Because I had a shift and before anyone asks, Sarah, you always wait to do things last minute. Nope, nope, nope. Technical difficulties. So, as we, you know, divulge into this whole mess of my life, let's start with a Monday mood, which is all of the little pediatric cancer warriors for Pediatric Cancer Awareness Month. Yes, it is September. There are so many other good causes to follow with rare illnesses, etc. But this is Pediatric Cancer Awareness Month, so let's shed a little light on that. You can follow so many great organizations as well as accounts like Kayliza, Fighting for Baby Tessa, and Teen Jocelyn. Now they are ATRT answers specifically, like I've mentioned in the past, when I talked about rare illnesses, etc. But there are so many kids that, you know, need just as much awareness. They deserve all all of them, deserve more than 4% that is going towards Cancer Research Fund, as well as you should follow University of Iowa Dance Marathon and St. Jude's, plus so much more. There are a great list of accounts that could help for good resources. And yeah, so there's that. And I also want to talk about Mary Pelatola who's a part of the Yupik tribe, Yupik, and she is the first Native Alaska woman in Congress for them. Thank God, uh, you know, diversity equals more inclusion and more open-ended ideas, more communication skills, etc. Plus, Sarah Palin really got to go. So, SNL will have field day with it. But aside from that, it is just really good news. It is really moving forward. Just a lot of things that I believe in, I think Gen Z believes in. So going on forward. So I wanted to applaud that strong woman and just getting more representation just inside the look of our life right now. So, yeah. So I'm going to talk about kind of funny things that, you know, I've noticed within myself and kind of what I've been doing when I work at my state fair booth. It's just very interesting, you know, the variety of people you get. Also, the fact that some people might consider this thing rude, but your ages. Here's the thing. I think I've mentioned this when I talked about working at for one of the summer events. And let me just preface and start this off with. Again, if you are someone who can't always, you know, afford to do everything or go 100%, that's okay. That doesn't make you less than anyone else. Also, to all the people who might work every sort of event and like to have the breaking rights to it, that doesn't make you inherently a better person. None of you get a gold medal. We are all showing up there to do a job that we love. Just saying. And if anybody from that place is watching or listening to this, you know, this is the same shit I always say. So, yeah. Also, this is explicit, and I don't recommend that. <laughs> I don't recommend little ears hearing this. 
I know I have a kind of way about me where it's also listed as sweet Sarah, but I'm also sarcastic Sarah. I'm also simple Sarah. I have a lot of things. There's so many ways or analogies to go about it. And people know that I'm sweet and salty. I'm like a pretzel. And people love pretzels, so that's probably why I get some of my loveliness right here. If you are watching the Patreon, you'll know what I mean. But it's actually just a really rundown person who's tired, not wearing makeup, and using ring lights to try to look remotely put together. 10 out of 10 would recommend. But this goes into, again, another thing about, you know, the Victoria's Secret body positivity movement and the, the name Mercer, who's uh, a journalist who does that body positivity, all those RDs, registered dietitian, you name it, talking about all the fakeness that goes in and the filters. Yep, exactly. And I just need to mention that because I think it's important. Yet again, I used to, like I said in the past, when I was first getting diagnosed with Hashimoto's, I would wake up early just to put on extra makeup to try to cover up how tired I look. Even if people didn't notice, it made me feel better. If you do it to make you feel better, if it, you know, makes you empowered or whatever, go for it. I personally just have always had my mom's, again, natural beauty works better. Sometimes you put on more, sometimes less, but... It's always less is more, but I just meant, like, sometimes you put a little more into it if it's, you know, a special gathering or something. But for every day, you just really need a little bit of blush, eyeshadow, all those things, and a little bit, maybe depending on who you are, eyeliner. But you don't need to go full out, or you don't have to wear anything. Honestly, I even try, because I'm sensitive to everything, I've made this joke. When people ask me, you work at a cookie stand. Do you ever get sick of cookies? Do you want cookies? Do you love cookies? I'm so sorry, people. I am gluten intolerant, gluten sensitive, and not for the reason. I kind of mentioned this again last week. I am not for the reason that everyone thinks that I am. I am crying on the inside. I love the people in the atmosphere that I work with for the most part. And that's clearly why I keep going back. So, no, they have not found a suitable one for me. They always joke, Sarah, how much, like, how much do you think it would take to get you, you know, whatever? They don't know. And that's okay. Because, again, not a lot of people know much about the other type of gluten sensitivities that are non-celiatic. And that's okay. I mean... Once you explain, though, what the thyroid does and on the heat days, like, again, I was beyond hitting a wall. And some people work triple extra shifts, and I applaud them. But I was hitting a wall at, like, five hours with some of those days being so hot because I don't know what my body's going to do. This is the reality of many people who live with a chronic illness or uh, autoimmune disease. I don't know when my joints are going to give out. I'm standing for, like— Eight to ten hours, who knows? Five. If it's below, like, if it's below some, below zero, joints give out. If it's above 80, joints give out. I am not supposed to be an old person. People say that 
you're too young, this and that. I also have ADHD. People who hear me talking like this, this is not the whole full-blown talky-talky-talky-talky-talky thing that I did before I got on Adderall. And yes, I'm going to talk about that again because it's been so important. The 20 milligrams have given me my life back. And if anybody's ashamed of trying it, even when, you know, you know, you've done everything, that's okay. We work through it. Also, excuse my raspy voice or raspier than usual voice. I was screaming today. Worked nine and a half hours. We are all good, like I emphasize again. But if it sounds like I've overused my voice, I probably have. I should be going to sleep. I should be doing a lot of things. But I have decided that right now, my mind is going a million miles per hour. And the only way to get it to calm down is to talk and talk. Talk, 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 like TikTok. So, yeah. And if any of my managers who dearly love me listen to this, please know. I am still a mess, but that's what you love about me. And, you know, we're all so weird, but why be normal? So, yeah, that's <laughs> some of the little sidebar hyperfixation, whatever. But I also want to talk about just, again, how people have sometimes this entitlement and they go around being like, I'm this, I'm that, I blah, 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 blah. And here's the thing. I want to get to know you, but I don't want to get to know you. Because I already know what kind of person you are. Because, unfortunately, our families, yet again, teach us more about what the outside world can be like. And people ask me, Sarah, why does your body go into overdrive? I have a flight response to drama. And I don't even know if I've been trauma half the time, but when you have family members that have narcissism and you've found it and realized that you need to block it, it's healthy to block your family, just so you know. It takes a lot of guts. It takes a lot of whatever. But when they're not working with your boundaries, just do it. It's so much simpler. But when you see it and then it suddenly reacts. Also, this other kid, this is separate. But, you know, one day I was trying so hard to like do things and yes I'm just a sweatier person it is still humid it is still summer whatever another reason why I don't wear wake up wear makeup what the heck just happened there with my talking wear makeup is because I don't want more clogged pores so I take and before I was all anti because of fear monitoring CeraVe stuff I've been putting on CeraVe stuff for the past Eight months, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. Yeah, seven months, seven, eight months. And my skin's never been better. So this is not paid partnership, just so everyone knows. It's just something that I notice within myself and that dermatologists actually know what they're talking about. And they will not steer me in the wrong direction because I also can't have soy. I am just a treat, aren't I, guys? Wow. So whenever I talk about things, it's just funny. But I will say that one of my toxic traits is a little bit my judgment and a little bit my need to pick. And that's another trauma response. And the reason I keep talking about this is that certain people just bring out it more in you. And I feel bad and I talk more about this and that. And again, I'm only human. I try not to gossip or create drama. I vent, I vent, I vent what I'm doing right here. I try not to give names. I try not to give too much explicitity. 
Explicitity? Wow. Sarah, you are really winning right now at the words. But that's okay. We march on like One Republic sings. So, moving on from that, I also had separately a little sidebar. Why some of the days that I winded up only working five hours was also because I had other things going on. It was either rainy, and I also had to get a freelance thing in at one point. And I had to, like, think about this. This is prioritizing your mental health, not being competitive, even though I've got a lot of competitiveness. Competitiveness. Huh? Wow, I've been watching way too much of the Eric Matthew. Honestly, he should have had a spinoff, aren't we? Just... We're just living in the world of Mr. Plays with Squirrels. But yes, as I rewatch more of those, suddenly it makes sense that ADHD brothers like Spencer and Eric, like I've mentioned multiple times, Spencer from Mike Carly and Eric Matthews from Boy Meets World. And again, I stay on this type because it's my latest hyperfixation, and I jump back and forth. The funny thing is, though, I was also talking about this week, monsters, weird things that my family gets into discussions about. My dad is Irish. He grew up in kind of that type of neighborhood. Very nice, though. Don't worry about it. It's just one of those weird things that suddenly we start talking about and listening. It. And then it's a weird thing that I started to get my coworkers talking about. And then we find out this and that, whatever. And I say, I know I come back with the most random things, but at least this is a safe space. And, you know, you don't at least bring it up with the customers because customers don't see it. This is all the weird behind-the-scenes stuff that barely happens. And I'm only talking about my own because it's like me thinking back. Nothing shocks me anymore about anything. And I have time when I do a lot of my deep cleaning to actually sit with my thoughts and think about everything. And that's where it touches on all that thing about my toxicity of the need to joke, need to pick. Some of that's my own family. Like I said, some of my family I've had to block or restrict or whatever. But as I sit there and do things, I also start to go through everything. Because I'm also going abroad soon. I'm going to get my dual citizenship. And I start to think about every single one of my ancestors. Why? Because this is a hyperfixation. Hyperfixation, I constantly mention, but it's true. And it stays on my mind. And before I can just... You know, take a step back. This is why I journal. This is why you go to therapy. This is why you do all the things that you want to do. It's so that you can calmly get together with everything. At least that's what I can tell. So, yeah. But what I was going to say with all my ancestors, I'm mostly European, as you can tell. And I don't really have a place to talk a lot of things, but what I've been noticing is that my teeth are kind of weird. And I've always thought that. And that goes back into fight or flight of, like, a critiques, and then I run away and try to just do the, like, you know, perfectionism. But I have shovel teeth. And for people who don't know that, it's a rare thing, especially in my ancestry. And I start to think about this a lot. But I also start to think about any time that I ever said anything mean about my teachers, my grandpa already said, and this goes into dialogues of things I've started to notice and hear other people talk about, the generational discourse. And, again, I think about this stuff when I'm cleaning at work because 
aside from banging out to music, there's not a lot to do when you're cleaning. It's people say you should just ignore and be zen and serenity, be all yourself with yourself. Take time to think about yourself. And again, I grew up a diet last year. One that got me really connected to genealogy. So there's a reason why this is all coming up, right? At least that's how I feel in the society. And in some of that spirituality-ness. But here's what I'm going to say. I didn't have wisdom teeth on my bottom teeth. On my bottom. I have nubs. Nubs for 12-year-old molars. And whenever people ask that, it's like small to the small. And, you know, I've taken DNA tests, a lot of other stuff. They haven't really proven anything, so whatever. You know, they're not the most accurate at finding out any sort of thing. Also, I have now a very deep hatred for the Cherokee princess, the one one grandma tried to say, because that's not right. But moving on from that, I think in our grandparents' day and age, this is something that I noticed as a Gen Z kid. I've always been hard on myself. I'm my own worst enemy. So we we can get that. I've had some critical family members here and there. But the one person that's never really been critical of me is my both my grandpas on both sides. And my grandpa on my dad's side, my papa. We had this weird, well, not weird, but we had a good discussion a few weeks back. When we were at our family reunion. He, I complimented him, you know, for giving me a lot of the same features that I have. I have his nose. I have his eyelashes. I have his thick brows. And I have a lot of mixtures of his side and my grandma's side. He grew up in the 1940s. Let me just start you there. He grew up in the 1940s. And, you know, toxic masculinity has been an issue for a long time. Let's just go there. But the 1940s, me thinking about this, whenever someone commented, he said, kind of, because he said now he can appreciate when people comment his good looks still. You know, he was called handsome. He was called pretty. He was called beautiful. And I hated those, not the handsome, because nobody ever. But I hated being called beautiful, pretty, a knockout. You know, all those things, which knockout, whatever. That's kind of weird to say to a kid, but what? But mostly beautiful and pretty. I, being so critical of myself on everything, because I've had other people in society be so critical, and I said, I want to be ugly. I never realized how weird, but he and I had this conversation that brought him back to how he felt growing up. And again, our grandparents, our grandpas... I still think they're some of the most sensitive humans. They just don't know always how to express it. But in that moment, I just sat with myself, and I still sit with myself thinking about this weeks later. It must have hurt him to look at a kid like me 
saying all this stuff, even though, yeah, I had some of those typical, you know, pretty, like, little kid. Or I had exotic thrown out at me, which is my lashes and stuff. But I think about how much I must have hurt him inadvertently by saying these things about me. How much inadvertently my family members, my male family members, might have listened to some of this stuff. And even though they didn't know how to respond to it, they might have been hurt more than I gave them credit for. And that's something on me, another toxic trait, aside from all the other ones. I was talking to someone that I went to high school with today, because I have been doing so much of this stuff, and then I was serving this week, this day, final day for the fair. I said I want to just be a wallflower. Fly on a wall. I don't want to make connections anymore. I don't want to do anything anymore, really. I want to get to L.A. I've had that dream for a while. Or not, I get there right away. But I have to do all this stuff. And then I start to feel it build inside of me still. When I people ask me, and we all try to make, like, small talk or get to know each other better without icebreakers, which is fantastic. But it's just, it makes me start to wonder. Great. Um, none of us really have it figured out. College is really much bullshit. I mean, it worked for me in the end, but the more that I start to realize, I'm like, none of us fucking know what we're doing. We're winging it. And that was the thing. That was the message I actually heard from that person, too. And it's funny because it's true, but she was like, I would love to see Wallflower Sarah. The vibe. And then I'm like, Thinking through all this stuff where I'm suddenly trying to break away from a lot of things. I think I'm at an awkward stage of life like I've talked about with a lot of people. I'm in my 20s. I have really no idea what's going on. I rewatched, restarted Marvelous Miss Maisel. And you know what? It's, again, setting it up very separately, very differently. can affect a lot of different groups. But what I'm going to say again, the Irish, the Italian, and the Jewish are the exotic whites, as they would used to put us in. And the only reason that I'm talking about it in this sense is because, they, you know, people say it in a period drama, they would put us in those stereotypical, but it's true. Just sit down, shut up, don't talk much about anything. And when I watch Miss Maisel, I have all that same, like, feeling, those vibes, like, I get it, want to break away, not quite the same way with whatever's going on with her. But it's hilarious. And the way that Rachel Rose Shannon does it is fantastic. She is phenomenal, like a lot of people would be talking about uh, when it comes to these acting. So, yes, I've kind of gone in different directions. And if you're anyone who knows me, you know that's a lot of the things. But I always come back together with the story of what I was trying to convey in this exact podcast, because it's a little different than other times. It's not me really talking about pop culture much. It's not me really talking about anything. It's me mainly talking about and reflecting about some other things that happen and just how different my life is when I suddenly kind of step out a little bit from my shell. And before anybody asks me more questions, I am an introvert, like I've mentioned multiple times, and... Once I get comfortable with you, though, I will chat your ear off, and I just have more energy because of my ADHD. Now, when I was talking about the differences with, like, certain people's energies, like, I give off of more 
The reason that I think, though, when someone asked me a few days ago, one of my managers who I'm really close with, he asked me, do you have a problem with authority? I think this is a perfect thing to end on in the last, you know, five plus minutes of my weekly podcast. I realized it's not as much authority as it is entitlement or need, if that makes sense. I mean, I was raised pretty strict. Maybe that's it as well. Where, yes, I might on some level have a problem with authority, but I've never really thought in that way because usually it's the people who want to have authority over me have this sense of entitlement that you just have to be, like, you have to respect them. You have to do all this stuff. And more as life goes on and the more that us Gen Zers can break away some of that stigma that a lot of millennials started to, like, where we don't have to blindly follow everything that everyone does to socially connect. Even in family, that's kind of why I mentioned so much stuff about family earlier. It is because of that situational thing. Look. I have very easy ways to see through things. I have a better understanding of myself, at least that I'm starting to get back. But I felt like I lost along the way. So as more time goes on, we will figure out more the, about ourselves. Because it's all about growing and breaking free from or shedding our skin to find new layers of ourselves. But when I think about that moment, I think that in one hand, yes, I have a problem with authority, but it's again, the entitlement. It's the, you just have to blindly respect me. You have to do everything I tell you to do. I get it that certain people are working on it, but it's just that where, um, follow my lead, strict, strict rule, rule, this is my way or the highway. If you don't do it my way, you're going to get done. You're done. And that's not that's not how I operate and not how that specific booth really operates. So as much as everyone's different and everyone will succeed in different ways, I will say that I love the open communication. I love a lot of aspects of everything that goes on with that, you know, business I truly, though, want to say, again, thank you to all my amazing managers and workers that, co-workers that worked with me that I've really come to enjoy. And if I slightly made your life miserable, even in the most hilarious way, I'm not fully sorry for that, but I am sorry if it's created a little awkwardness for you in other ways that weren't entirely meant to be so yeah so that's about it for this week it's a little bit shorter but keep in mind i had to you know do some stuff for labor day etc my voice is giving out i need to go to sleep i have chap lips it has been a very much a real gen z gap very uncensored unruly hair 
life thing. Messy, not with the words, as you can see by the end. I am really tired. So we will catch up soon. Gab on. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, follow me on Instagram, Gen Z Gab, podcast, Gen Z Gab, TikTok, and YouTube is Sarah Gallagher, as well as the Patreon account and websites of Gen Z Gab. So I'm going to see you guys next week. Please enjoy and manifest whatever. Gab on. Sarah G.